Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taste the Dragons, the podcast, the video game podcast that all you very hungry caterpillars listen to. Uh, this week, yeah, I know, it's just pretty ridiculous. Uh, this week, we'll be talking about, dear listeners, all rise for the, for the block sweepers. Uh, and then uh, the news is homely. Uh, our topic is very frantic. And uh, this week's dragon is ultra handy. Huh. I'll chew on that. Thanks. On you're uh, welcome. Thanks, Cause, Brian. Because you're hungry? And I'm a caterpillar. You are. Munch, munch, munch. Or am I eating the caterpillar in this scenario? No. no I've never, never eaten a cat. Wait, if you're hungry and there's a caterpillar. No, you're a very, you're you're the very hungry caterpillar. Wait a second. Yeah. But what if there's another caterpillar who's also hungry? Oh, you make that, friends with them. No, no, gladiatorial combat. Caterpillar cannibalism through gladiatorial oh, combat. I the winner eats the other. All right, say so that three more times. Cannibal lector. Caterpillar. Caterpillar lector. There we go. Uh, Caterpillar lector. Yeah. We got there. We We're got good. there. We're we good. got there. Brian, my house is broken. Yeah, and by my house, I mean my wife's house. <laughs> <laughs> Our house. We share a house. Oh, Our no. house is broke. Oh no! What happened? Oh, it just it just doesn't like it didn't like us anymore i guess i thought we were nice i thought we were having a good time i thought we were really kicking it off we didn't know this uh-huh. but your house is supposed to be dry and if you make it wet for a long time like by letting a pipe leak for, yeah for ages and ages and ages you have to throw half your house away Pro so. tip don't let your uh, house leak yeah <laughs> here I'll, yeah. I'll i'll give you a quick uh, i'll give you a dramatic interpretation of uh, what this week has been. Uh, Mandy, could you please play the role of Mandy? Sure. Okay, I will play the role of House. Okay. Uh, Mandy, your line will be, um, how are you doing, House? Uh, House, how are you doing today? Um, but, but, But House, we paid a lot of money for you. But, but, but House... Why? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's been our week and a half. Well, more like three weeks now, but you yeah. know, it only got really bad about a week ago. But we worked through it. Mm-hmm. We're in a, a good place now. We got our our bedroom back. That's good. Because yeah, we lost our bedroom during this whole thing. I. But the downside is, is I look a little bit like a nine year old who just learned to ride a bike, as I am covered in band aids. She is a warrior. <laughs> if anyone is the nine-year-old, it is I. Because <laughs> literally, I, I hit myself with a hammer twice. I just kind of look around like in a, in just a daze because I, I I'm not I'm not handy at all. So I'm mm-hmm. just like Mandy, what does this one do? <laughs> or like Mandy, do you just want me to go get people food? <laughs> I am, I am not very good at contributing uh, to the party as much, um, but she led the uh, the vessel that we will call the hardship. Okay, uh, and through the hardship, uh, with a crew of many friends and family, we were able to steer ourselves clear into a a, a lovely uh, new updated home. That's nice. That's yeah. really nice. Yeah. So she. Was- I'm also going to talk in allegory for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> That's what the podcast is for. That's why I'm a squirrel eating a cloud. <laughs> I get that. I mm-hmm. get that. Yeah. yeah. Symbolic. Wait for my game today. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of which, uh, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. Amanda. And I'm Joe. Oh, yeah. Dude, I was so into talking about the house yeah, that I, I just I blew right yeah, past you your intro. That's, That's my bad. That's fine. But, but Brian's a good host. He remembered. Even though you segued, he was like, I'm bringing it back. Well done. Brian, Yeah, you're good at remembering. At this time, I'm going to remind you about 
the where the taste of dragons at the end of the no. podcast. Yeah, that's going to happen. I'm putting it in now. I'm, I'm, I'm putting down a deposit right now. Okay. Hopefully, I can withdraw it at the end of the podcast. For our first time listeners, uh, sometimes <laughs> Ryan doesn't remember the exit bit for the podcast. Which and, is And us. we all look at him and then we all giggle. Which is us just saying our name. It's just it saying is, our name. It is. It is. Oh, very much so. Uh, just let you know, you will, you will most certainly get your deposit back. It just might have some late fees. <laughs> just, just putting that out there. Did you at least rewind? Uh, maybe. Oh, come on. Be kind. <laughs> come on. Come on. I used to work at Blockbuster. That's really? how old I am. And uh, <laughs> wow. we used to have the tape rewinders and everything. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I, me- I bet people messed that up a bunch. Uh, they did, but we charged them for it, so it was fine. Oh, easy money. <laughs> Man, Blockbuster. Soundproof business plan. Yeah, it's real hard to do, you know, weird words, isn't it, Troy? <laughs> yeah, I know. But you know what's nice about the recording thing is that we can like take it again if we need to. That's right. We can throw out curse words. Unintentionally, unintentionally and it'll be okay yeah um and that's that's and also friendship you know it's it's a friendship is like you can you can say something and then your friendship i don't know where i'm going with it's this. like a squirrel I used in to a be cloud good at, <laughs> 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 all right uh, you are now the allegory queen i mean the allegory squirrel i pass my mantle Bring off to you <laughs> the it's friend, all yours friendship the only ship that brings you to happiness wow oh that's a bumper sticker yeah huh or a t-shirt. I would have said the good ship lollipop. One of those motivational but... mugs. <laughs> oh, I take a mug. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. I but do. your house is already mugging you. <laughs> it got a little <laughs> muggy in there. And it mugged us. Oh, my gosh. And it stole our money. <laughs> it did. I it mugged you. Uh, we have a rule that we never do math that makes us unhappy, so I'm just not going to add it up. <laughs> I did, because otherwise I wouldn't have gas money. <laughs> Uh, we do the same thing. Uh, our credit card adds, adds it up for us, so oh, we just see nice. at the end of the month. We go, oh, oh. we spent that much. Oh. <laughs> what a nice, what a nice uh, deal. Yeah, it's nice. how friendly of the credit card. Way to go. I, I've just been spending it and immediately paying it off, so it'll never add. Uh. It's just, it, I'll never know. The cozy feeling of debt. Just, yeah. Mm, <laughs> nuzzling pay, up uh, to we your. We pay our credit card multiple times a month as yep. well because yep. I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't want to know. <laughs> I just know I spent it. It needs to go. I need to pay it right now. Oh, hey, look, we only spent this much. Yeah. That's not bad. Uh, Joe, we paid it off like a week ago. No, we only spent <laughs> this, this much. much. <laughs> we live in this world. We're all scarred from our parents having like we, bad credit choices. Yeah. This is why we're video game players and not financial experts. <laughs> just don't do the math. Just never look at it. Yeah, that's fine. This is why I play Lemonade Stand. I don't have a lemonade stand. <laughs> very fair. Very fair. Well, speaking of playing lemonade stand, let's get to our games. Do, 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 do. What, what are, are you playing? playing? And uh, Joe, would you like to start us off this week? Woo. Sure enough, I will. So <laughs> I... <laughs> Joe, that's my favorite You're intro welcome. to, to <laughs> your segment. You're welcome. Possible. She's the master. <laughs> I almost blew iced tea out my nose. <laughs> I just want that to be a phrase, but instead of show enough, it's Joe enough. Joe enough. <laughs> oh my goodness. You know where's that? Joe enough, that's what it is. Uh, Dolomite. <laughs> great movie. Anyway. <laughs> we can talk about Dolomite later. I yes. finally watched the first oh, one. Nice. Going to watch the Human oh, Tornado goodness. next. Great movie. Like, really great, actually. Well, yeah. They're kind of horrible, but oh, like. Yeah. <laughs> they're great. They're like, they're, you know, later. We'll, we'll later. save it for the crispy yes. business. Yes, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to go to Dolomite just for you this week. Yeah, yeah, right. Sweet. So um, I have a, I, I was playing a game called Block Deku, and it's kind of like a, a backwards Tetris. It's a, it's like a Sudoku board, basically. 
and mm-hmm. you're putting blocks in it and you have to make uh, sets of nine blocks and then they disappear and you put more blocks in. Oh, okay. And the blocks are shaped all different shapes, sizes, everything. Like the little L's, their little T's, their oh. little like, you know, two so you're, little you're diagonal kind of lines. doing math, but it's almost like actively do, mean, doing math. Instead of adding the numbers, you just know that shape is a three or that shape it, is a pretty five. Pretty much. It's, it's, it is really, it's, yeah. it's an odd game, but it's one of those simple, you know, cell phone games. Nothing crazy to mm-hmm. it. Uh, it. They want you... They, they have ads in between every one of the games you want to play for free. Um, Prime, one of my coworkers, he uh, he was playing the game in front of me, and he knows that I really like dots games and games where you're making mm-hmm. boxes. And, like, it just, you know, it's, it's a think about nothing and just play the game type of game. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was playing it in front of me. I was like, wow, that's a really cool-looking game. This is, like, two months ago. He was like, well, if you want to play, because he knows that I get addicted to these things. And we we have, like, a whole little friendly competition with one another. And so, like, he'll beat my score, and then I'll have to, well, I have to play, <laughs> I have to play, like, way harder now. And I have Wait, to beat Joe, that you're score. competitive? So competitive. Oh, my gosh. I never knew this about <laughs> yeah. you. I, you? Prime and I literally don't play when we have the high score. We just stop playing. We're like, I feel like I've won now. We're good. <laughs> and then he'll, so we were playing back and forth for months. And, like, we were beating each other's score by, like, 10 14 normally when you're playing this game you you have a score between 200 and 400 easy and then the game completely screws you over and mm-hmm. gives you pieces you can't do anything with and then you can't put them down so the game stops so okay it's, it's a little bit of luck or randomness it, it's, so, it's got random luck yeah. to it because yeah, well. it gives you three pieces at a time okay and then once you place those three pieces it gives you three new pieces D- does okay. it speed up like tetris nope nope oh, you, okay. you, do, you do everything at your own pace it doesn't take anything just, away from you. So you just go as far as you can until the game until messes the, you over. Pretty and much. W- once you play something, you can't move it? Cannot move it. Okay. So, so how can you be competitive against someone if it just it comes down to... It has to do to... with your score and lucky. And it, but it does yeah. have to do with being able to see the three pieces you got. I'm up all got. night to get lucky. <laughs> it's good. Um, <laughs> but but this the, the game is... It's one of those very odd games that you wouldn't find competitive. But once you have someone else to play with, it makes it more fun. Yeah. So we were really just passing each other's score by 14 yeah. by 12 by 40 it wasn't high scores and like we were getting like we were like in the 400s the 600s and the 800s and then one day i think i got a score of like you know 1095 which is like <gasps> i got into the thousands and it was like i had i had probably played that one round for 20 minutes like it took forever to get there and i was i sent prime oh. my picture i'm like check it out look at my score and he's like oh you bad word he's <laughs> <laughs> like okay fine i'm gonna play so i didn't play the game for like another month after that then I, I get to work one day. He goes, oh, I didn't get a chance to show you. He brings over his phone over. He still has the picture of like the little confetti going up when you beat your high score. And it was like 13 something. Oh, I was like, no. oh my Dang. God, you obliterated my high score. Dang, it's going to take Joe. me forever to beat that. <laughs> oh my gosh. So then I started playing. And I've been playing probably for like the last two and a half weeks like anytime I had a moment where it wasn't Dr. Mario or Pokemon, this is what Usually I did. when I was oh driving. Yeah, when he's driving. Like, you know, we're sitting at a, at a restaurant, you know, I'm just playing this game, trying to beat. I sit, I'm sitting down. I had forgotten what his high score was. When he blocked I completely, you. yeah. He yeah. completely blocked Deku the crap out of me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm sitting there, I'm on the couch, and like he's playing a game. I think he's playing Monster Hunter and I'm half paying attention to that. And I'm like, all right. I get a new high score. I'm like, yay. I take a picture of it. And I'm like, I'm going to send it to Prime and be like, dude, I'm never going to beat your high score. So, but look, so I you... beat my own high score today. Oh. So I, I sent him a text. I'm like, hey, what was your high score again? Because I can't remember because I beat my high score today. And I sent him the picture of my mm-hmm. high score. And he was like, oh, yeah, it was crazy. It was like 13. Then he sees the picture. He goes, you bad word. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because my, high, my new high score was 1955. <gasps> 
<laughs> I don't know. I I had remembered his high score being three thousand, uh-huh. so I thought I wasn't getting anywhere oh near his high score. I had beat his high score like five times oh since we started. Since we, I, I was I, I didn't realize it. So then I sent him the picture, and he's like, "You bad word." You block decked him. I yeah. did. I, I like super bad word blocked him. This sounds like a, <laughs> super your, bad word. Your honest question sounds like a humble brag now. Which it is did. Like, yeah. I didn't remember your score, but what, but this oh, is my oh, one. Oh, 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 we're doing this. What's your score? Oh, oh goodness, I forgot. Oh wait a second, we're doing this for scores. I'm just oh, in it for the love of the game. I, was just such a, <laughs> I felt like such a jerk. I saw him. I was like, dude, I totally do. He goes, no. He goes, now I have to play. And so now he's playing like nonstop, oh and I'm like, I really want to still play though. You know, this just ends in blood, right? It's okay, he'll win. <laughs> he'll win. So there's only one path. There's only one uh, goal here. This is the way. Yeah. <laughs> Animal Crossing cures all ills. Ooh. I don't know if Prime will play with us. We need to make Prime play with. We should us. make Prime play with us. How can he you get, can you get competitive in Animal Crossing? Yes. I guess how many yeah. fish you catch or something. Or how many, how many holes everything. you dig around somebody. <laughs> oh, so you can make your own competitiveness. Well, yeah. fine. I'm going to be the person who turns around the most and doesn't do anything else. <laughs> Take that, y'all. <laughs> You'll be the first one that chops all the trees down in their own place. <laughs> Already am. <laughs> Every town has a signature <laughs> attraction. <laughs> that That's my town. <laughs> yes. In my town in 2000, Bibbidi for the, the Wii, mm-hmm. I invited, I was done with Animal Crossing. I was sick of turning in berries to Tom Nook. I invited all of my friends in my town, Joe, Mandy, everyone came just to chop everything down. I just watched. I could not do it. We bought extracts. Raise it to the ground. <laughs> then, then a lot of us started digging holes around each other and trapping each other. But we were morbid about it because I was like, leave the stumps. No, you, you wanted us to chop down the trees, but you were really precious about your roads. You're like, don't pick up any roads, though. I've, yeah, I've made my roads Because there weren't real roads. They were just art pieces you put on the ground that people could step on and pick up and put in their pocket. <laughs> so I just have to be like, just pretend they're roads and let me be. I am looking forward to this next game. I don't know. Wow. Animal Crossing took us over there. Yeah, Goodness. that's okay. That's okay. Wow. That's it won't it be the last time that no, we're talking about one thing. And then Rosetti's like, hey, I've got a thing to tell you. Animal okay. Doku. Animal Doku. Uh, cool. So, yeah. Black nice. Deku. Give it a whirl. It's Black fun. Deku. Very nice. Very nice. And then what about you, Troy? What did you play this week? Okay. So I want, I want the record to show I was not planning on playing a sad game this week. Okay? Okay. Because, like, I needed a break. Of course. And I was going to play Star Wars Star Wars Battlefront 2, that kind of game that got a lot of flack a couple years ago. Yeah. And see how it's doing. Of course. And I downloaded it. It was, like, six hours. And then it, I opened it up. And then it was a 12-hour installation where I couldn't close the game. Oof. I see why people hated this. <laughs> so, during that, I just put it on standby mode. And, and I'm mm-hmm. like, when it's done, tomorrow, I'll pick it up. Yeah. Tomorrow came, came, and I was like, all right, well, sometime later today, I'll, I'll, I'll open it up. And then our house exploded. <laughs> <laughs> and all the stuff happened in the bedroom. We had to move cabinets and dresser boards and, and headboards. I don't think a dresser board's a thing. <laughs> and then just all types of stuff everywhere, and mostly directly in front of our game room uh, TV and PlayStation, mm-hmm. which is still on standby. Standboy <laughs> with Star Wars Battlefront 2 on it. Uh, so I have not been able to play that still. That was that was going to be my happy game. Yeah. But you know what? What? Throw my water cap bottle. <laughs> I played a sad game instead. It was game. House of the Game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not that sad. Actually, you know what? My game's pretty happy. There you go. Boom. Wow. Thanks, Brian. You you're turned welcome. me around. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I played Arise, a simple story 
by Piccolo Game Studio, an indie game that came out December 3rd of last year. Mm-hmm. This was a game that, that we saw on a state of play a little bit after E3 last year, and instantly we were like, oh, Ooh. it looks amazing. Uh, the trailer was about like an uh, an old man who's on a Viking. pyre, like a Viking or a, a Nor, Norwad, Noradic? No. Norse? Norwegian? Nomadic? I don't Norse? know. Norse? Viking. <laughs> Norse, <laughs> yeah, like a, like a Norse tribe or something, and um, they're burning him. It's his it's his funeral, and as soon as the fire goes up, he wakes up in a snowfield, and this is like the idea. This is his journey from the, the afterlife. The, the trailer was cool because the scene is just of a pyre, and there's people around the pyre, and they're like, "Oh man, someone just died." And then as it transitions, you realize the game is about the guy on the pyre and not the people. So right. we're like, "Whoa!" Because like I cool. played Kratos, that game yeah. starts with burning somebody, and then you go on a on yeah. a quest. But you weren't his afterwards. dead wife. Right, yeah. no. Yeah. Instead, you are that guy. And that game came out, and I didn't know it, because it was <laughs> December, and we had a bunch of other stuff to do. Oh, yeah. So um, I decided to dip into the back catalogs I'm doing and and play it. And that game is just as beautiful and rich as the trailer made it out to seem. Mm-hmm. Um, you are you are this. It's a um, kind of a puzzler platformer. Okay. And the premise is that you awaken the afterlife, and each level you are revisiting a moment in your life from when you were a kid Hmm. and onwards. And the way you visit them is by going to kind of important moments in your life. And um, you're kind of like, it's kind of like a museum and it's like an exhibition where it's not exactly how it was then. It's like an interpretive symbolic or a symbolically interpretive version of what that moment was. Okay. And instead of seeing like an old version of yourself, it's just statues like a museum in positions you're giving giving a, a, a little girl a flower when he's a little boy and you just see that and then the old man looks at it puts his hand on the boy and then moves on and so each level is you kind of learning about uh this guy's life and how he fell in love and the trials and tribulations that have come <laughs> from that and it is so rich and moving and uh um just a, a really uh, well paced as well Um, The way that it plays, though, is you do jump around on platforms and move things, but one of the sticks just controls time to a certain extent. For example, the first level where you're kind of reliving your childhood, it is summertime and or it is springtime. Mm -hmm. And then with the flick of the right stick to the left, you reverse time so that it is uh, winter, so snow is everywhere. So maybe there is uh, a, a river that a, a river that you can't get across, and it's springtime. You reverse it to winter. Now it's frozen. You can walk across it, and um, but you don't freeze. You continue to go forward as a regular player. So it's really cool because uh, the, the level that me and Mandy played had uh, flowers and lilies that were moving around, and um, he was on a date. Ooh. Yeah, you. He was on a date with who would become his his partner, mm-hmm. and uh, this was like them like go like taking a canoe out into the river and just kind of you know falling in love. And so there were giant rose petals and lilies everywhere. And and Mandy, because it with a two player, could control um, the flow of the river. It would go forward or backwards, and the petals that are on that would go forward and backwards. And I'm the player. That's also my platforming. So uh. two petals kind of meet together, jump on one, jump on the other, and then forward time, take it to down the river. And you just kind of do this. And even though that is kind of like just the mechanics of it, the way it's implemented is so 
sweeping. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's a point in the story where they're dancing together, and the way that they do the spinning of the different flowers and the lily pads and the water with the music is you feel that they're dancing even before you get to the statue that shows them dancing together. That's cool. Like and, and the I imagine most of the game was like that where you kind of got the impression of what was happening and then they kind of fill in the gaps with vignettes, which yes. was really You're effective. Kind of seeing your emotional life flash before your eyes. Mm-hmm. Um the my favorite thing about this game is the music though. This is like so so beautiful um the way that they have timed the music with what's happening in the scene it's dynamic so certain parts won't pick up in that same scene that me and mandy were playing uh you get swept up into a wind and just as you do like this beautiful piano and violin kind of swings with you and it is like like pixar short worthy <laughs> music you, you like swing up towards the sky and you just see the moon for a second and yeah. when you come back down you see a, a vignette statue of them and he's uh he's picking his partner up and you realize that that was the part of the dance where he like lifted her and mm-hmm. then she saw just the sky for a second and, and then came back down uh, and all three of them both the music and the movement and the vignette all at the same time are just super effective nice yeah so I am probably almost done with the game, uh, going by virtue of how old he is in <laughs> in these levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this this level was called old, so yeah. probably pretty far towards the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was trying to knock it out before we got here, but yeah, you know, yeah. it's all right. Um, but yeah, check it out. It's I think it's like 15, 16 bucks. Nice. It's it's a, it's a simple story, mm-hmm. just love. And uh, what are you playing it on? I'm playing on the PS4. PS4, okay. And and for the record, yeah, I, I did cry when I first played that uh, romantic scene. Uh. And then afterwards, I was like, man, do you want to play this with me? <laughs> want to do this together? Yeah. <laughs> Super cool. Cool, cool. Uh, and then what about you, Amanda? What did you play? So I played... Arise for five minutes with <laughs> yeah. Troy. <laughs> uh, I played Dear Reader this week. Um, and I know, I know that we're nerds and we play nerd games. Yes. But... This is a nerd game. This is a, a buck nerd game. Ooh, the <laughs> most nerd of nerd game. <laughs> it is. Um, so it's it's on Apple Arcade, mm-hmm. um, which is my continued um, um, quest to play the games that I'm to already paying for. To get your money's for. worth. Yes. Yeah. Um, so uh, basically, they you unlock several books, and you can go into any of the books that you have unlocked. I play. I'm playing with Pride and Prejudice right now, so they're real novels. Um, and every really? level, yeah has a different word puzzle. So they're using the the text from the book to both tell you the story and give you word puzzles, which I thought was a, a, a lot of fun. But wow. um, So they give you an excerpt, and um, they're, so far I've unlocked three different mechanics. Um, one of them is some words will be missing out of paragraphs, and then the words will be scattered at the bottom of the page, and then I drag them up to where they go. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one was... Um, Words will be in the wrong place, so I'll swap them. Like, this one doesn't go there, it goes over here. Oh, and this one goes over there, but not over here. And then there's misspellings, where you just tap misspellings on the screen. And kind of in the same way that Joe's is, where you just kind of, like, stop, you turn your brain off, and you stop thinking about the real world, and then you just tap mm-hmm. misspellings. It's kind of super relaxing for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I also realize it's just, like, homework the game. I was about to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> red line, red line. But but it's been marker. super fun because I'm su- I'm very familiar with Pride and Prejudice. So some of them, like, I just remember. But for the ones that I don't, it's interesting because it's not in, like, uh, traditional English like we would speak today. It, and it's not, like, Shakespearean old-timey. But the st- structure of their sentences are different. So it's a really interesting puzzle uh, when they have like 12 words at the bottom of the page and then you have like four spaces in a row to mm-hmm. put the words in the order 
not that I would say it, but that ca- that character would have said it at the time. So okay. um, now, now the, when it comes to these levels, which are books, yes, um, are you going page by page, or is it just taking like one random page no, out it, of the book? Yes, it's giving you one random page out of the book. But whoever selected them, I, I've only played right. Pride and Prejudice, so I haven't played the rest of them. Is selecting paragraphs that give you the gist of what was happening at that time. Mm-hmm. So like I've all I'm already familiar with this story, yeah. but I know where in the story that I am. And if I wasn't, oh, I would have gotten an, I would have gotten an idea of what was going on. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Enough where if someone had asked me about it, I would be like, oh yeah, I've heard of that story. Yeah, yeah. And then is there an overarching story like outside or is it just telling you the story of what the book is? Uh, yeah, there's no there's okay. no metagame. There's not like yeah. a master person, like a librarian shh <laughs> Uh, when you <laughs> when you do well, you earn points, and you can spend those points to unlock other books. Yeah, there's like no overarching person who's like put yeet in there. <laughs> <laughs> Draw boo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that sounds actually way more exciting than I was expecting to be. Yeah. <laughs> when you uh, described it, is the visual kind of cool? I mean, it, is it, it like pixelated books or is it like a realistic 3D rendering? Or is it just text? No, it's just text. And when you finish the second bit of text, it scrolls Hashtag up and you get a just new, text. Just text. <laughs> uh, but the every book is broken into chapters, and you go through the chapters. And when you finish the book, you will have inevitably unlocked another one. Cool. I think I also unlocked Alice in Wonderland. Oh, okay. So it'd be fun to pick a book that you really like and then play through it. Yeah, Joe, yeah. what book do you want on this? Count of Monte Cristo. Ah, that that's actually just going to be one game. It is. is. <laughs> I'm about that it's life. So long. It's like 87 chapters. Yeah. or something like that. It's so many. 1,088 pages. Yeah, the unabridged version. Pages. Yeah. yeah. That's so good. Uh, that's crazy. Brian, what book are you um, spell checking? Uh, spell checking. <laughs> <laughs> you know. A Harry Potter. I don't care which one. Um, Just one of the Half Blood Prince, the sure. best one. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. That's the one to go. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the draft and, the, and a half. That way, I can finish early and go play some other video games. <laughs> 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 I, got, I got a lot to play, y'all. <laughs> Sounds like fun, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yep, that was me. Nice, nice. All right, uh, and then that leaves just me. Uh, the game I played this week is called Demon Crawl. And so, uh, so teach that demon how to walk. That's right. So think think, think of the name of that game, and I'm going to give you the premise of the game. I have a couple guesses. Okay, give me a guess. Okay, you are in hell. Okay, and you are trying to get drunk. Okay, and but you get drunk on demons. (laughs) So oh, it's like a pub crawl, but a (laughs) demon crawl. I get it. I get it. I I get it. it. I like it. Yeah, and then in the end, you're hungover because that's what drinking actually is. You're drinking demons. Oh, PSA. It, that came, it, that was my mom right there. The, yeah. the more you play the game, the more that because this is a Troy game. The more you realize it's actually about this man's alcoholism and how he's overcoming it, and how the support system that he has is wonderful and beautiful. And, and then, then you find out the demons aren't the drink. The demons were inside you. Oh, yeah, and you mom. just had to poop them out. Wow. Okay. Right? You said it's my it's my story. It's right. your story. This is how I get rid of my demons. Okay. All right. <laughs> Anyway, Brian. <laughs> Let me tell you what it's actually about. It's not a bad... I mean, it's, it's a terrible guess for what it actually is, but I like the guess. You uh, want to talk more about poop demons? No, nah, that's okay. <laughs> I have enough of those of my own. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting old, y'all. Uh, <laughs> Deep in the bowels. Yeah. <laughs> the bowels of hell. Yeah. The bowels of Brian's I, I bowels. Got, I got sweat on my brow. <laughs> my legs are twitching. Dark uh, Sidious colon resides. <laughs> So what this game is actually about, um, Troy, do you like roguelikes? 
I like them. Okay. All right, cool. Do you like uh, RPG mechanics, like level up mechanics? I love those. All right. Uh, do you like well, like uh, randomized uh, superpowers or like items, I should say, in games? Depends. Okay. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. superpowers. Okay. Now combine all of those. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and, and have it be uh, Minesweeper. Wait. What? So I'm not confused. Minesweeper, that like old DOS game where yes. you have to click on the numbers. Yes. I love Minesweeper. And discern where the mine is. Yes. I have and a problem with Minesweeper. Go, ah. Yes, that is correct. That is uh, that is this game. What is the name of this game? Demon, Demon Crawl. Crawl. <laughs> what? Yeah. Why? Why not? <laughs> they've done literally, they've done card games. They've done like literally everything that you could think of that's like an older type game and gave it like RPG elements. Why not Minesweeper? What, what is this on? Uh, this is on uh, Steam. Okay, okay. And it sounds like a Steam game. Yeah. And does it play like Minesweeper? Yes. Is it just like Minesweeper, but instead of gray, it's just red? Uh, so so each level is kind of randomized. Um, okay. So, so just like Minesweeper is. So you go in it, and it you know, has a game board that's however, however many spaces by, by spaces. It has a certain amount of monsters in it. And uh, so you have health on the bottom. Uh, you have armor, and you have uh, mana. Mm. So... Uh, as you're as you're solving it, um, you get items, and these items can be like, oh, cool. Um, this one item, if you use it, you can get more treasure chests to get more items. Mm. All right, cool. Okay. Let me use that, and then I'll get it. Do you have uh, one that's like a bomb that, but or a, a bomb detector? Uh, something like that. So you have like a the bomb, if you hit a bomb, you lose. Correct. Yeah. But the yeah. bombs in this are monsters. Oh, so they're demons. They're demons. Demons. Ah. Yeah. So so you uh, so like one of your items is maybe like an uh, like a a bow and arrow, and it's like uh, you click if you click on a uh, space with you know a space that you haven't that you don't know. If it's a monster, it'll kill it and it won't hurt you. Oh, okay. So it's those okay, types okay, of things, okay. and, they, and then they could refresh. Cause yeah, because because in Minesweeper, is. if you knew it was a mine, you would like flag it. Yes, but you never really knew if you were right or not. But you, yeah. math would let you know if you were right. Correct. Yeah. yeah. So this you can still flag them. You can okay. still do everything. Um, and yeah, and as you're going through, it, you you can level up, which lets you unlock more things, unlock more items to cool. to do. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty interesting. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's diverse. I like yeah, that. but it's it's Minesweeper the game. <laughs> I feel like we can tell a lot about our personalities. Mandy, how did you play Minesweeper? What was like your your way of playing it? Uh, I would you... I would mostly start well well the, the first click was always the worst because you sometimes you got like a huge swath open mm-hmm. and sometimes it's just like okay you got one three and it was like mm-hmm. cool mm-hmm. but otherwise I would basically start at the area with the least amount of blocks and figure that out and then move towards the more populated area but so I mostly start in a corner and kind of and swoop methodically over. move yeah. yourself over gotcha. I just clicked and saw how far my luck would fall. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it got to the end of the game. Some, a lot of times not. But you know what? Just restart. I just click. Nope. Click. Nope. Click. Ah! <laughs> That's how my child brain no, <laughs> it was, interpreted that game. It was always fun when you got to the section where it's like, okay, it could be this one or it could be that one. And I literally have no way of telling. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so you flag gamble. both of these and then we'll go over and do the rest of it. And sometimes they'll clear out and sometimes they don't. And then you're just like, all right. I'm feeling this one. Wow, I'm just putting together. That's probably a game based on war. Minesweeper? Yeah. You're like sweeping for actual mines, like yeah. on a beach or yeah, a yeah. field. Oh, that's deep. I'm going to cry again. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's sad. There's no Minesweeper lore that I know of. but Not yet. We could look it We're up. We're working on we it. do yeah, some yeah. research. Uh, Joe has a funny story. Uh, upon watching Brian play this game, I realized 
I've never played Minesweep correctly. Whoa. I've played Minesweep a lot. Yeah. And okay. I really liked Minesweep a lot. And as I was watching him play, I'm like, oh, yeah, because the numbers are uh, how many uh, spaces away from a bomb you are or something like that. And he's, no, no the numbers are how many are, it's like, bombs there are. And I'm it's, like, wait. Wait, in, that doesn't the, mean that there's. In the nine spaces. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That it's yeah. touching, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. But I didn't play the game like that. Wow. I played the game as if those numbers were that's how many spaces away a demon was from that one space. So you thought you were safe and you weren't. I was flagging lots of things that did not need flags i did i i wasn't that bad at this game might i add so what it when it turned into me standing there and watching him after he explained what he was doing i was like that's not how that game is played is it and he goes yeah he goes this is how many spaces there are this is how many there are around you and this i'm like oh my god i think i was just really lucky as a kid <laughs> well it makes I, sense well you could you if you had a lower difficulty and it was like oh, ones the yeah, one would be yeah, right yeah, it, yeah. it would mean the same thing right, right one right, away right. from this and also only yeah. one within the circle so right. yeah but i didn't realize that's how you play it so that like i just stood there and i watched him play for probably a good five minutes and i was like <laughs> oh my god how did i not? i don't think i even told him at first i was just staring and i was like oh Whoa. my god yeah. did I, <laughs> Did I not? I how did I play this game for so long and not know how you play this game? Who taught me how to play this game? And then I started thinking about. It. I don't think anyone ever taught me how to play Minesweep. Likewise. It was just on yeah. the computer. Yeah, you just figured it out. That's what I And that's what I'm saying. You find it by your personality. Manny was very methodical. Joe, you made your own rules. I, I just clicked <laughs> randomly. <laughs> Ryan, what, what did you do? Uh, I, I'm methodical. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That checks out. Yeah. That yeah, checks yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't do the bombs. Like I've... I thought your answer was going to be like, I made Minesweeper. Yeah. <laughs> I win the programmer. Yeah. Although, although honestly, I was three. <laughs> honestly, I like Solitaire more. That's all I'm going to say. Same. I'm a like thoughtful about Solitaire. Yeah. I, yeah. I like Sudoku more. But that's oh, me too. I, I would yeah. take a Sudoku I, over Solitaire. Yeah. yeah. I didn't have Sudoku in my generic Windows oh, I'm just talking about in general. I didn't oh, so in going, but yeah, oh, if we're going yeah. back there, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Actually, oh, oh, no. if we're not if, going from our childhood, uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. But if we're going, but if we're going one of those games, it's that uh, that uh, that uh, pinball game, oh, that space okay. pinball game I that everybody had. That yeah. pinball game. Yeah. All right, this is another tasty this is another topic. Another Windows, <laughs> old but, Windows games. But yeah, if you want chips if you adventures, li- if you like Minesweeper, uh, pick up Demon Crawl. It's really fun. Cool. So, so yeah, that'll do it for the games this week. You know, it's fine. We, we have a sound effect for everything. It's cool. <laughs> oh my God, we were succinct on that. Yeah. Uh, so that'll bring us to our news segment. News, 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 news. And I'm going to start off with our favorite topic, especially I know our our resident fact checker's favorite game, which is Fallout 76. Uh, <laughs> oh, AJ, our fact checker. Yeah, AJ, our fact checker. Dragon um, in the field. Dragon in the dragon field. In the He's a dragon in the field. <laughs> <laughs> Doing the work that we don't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> dragon in the field. Uh, but yeah, so Fallout 76. Uh, so we talked about last month that uh, there was that really bad hack that went around that people lost like all of their items mm-hmm. uh, to other people. Uh, they just now kind of fixed it. Uh, a month later. <laughs> huh. So what they did was, in order to be compensated for for what happened, uh, basically what they did was they made a direct copy of what their character was the day before that the hack happened. And they cloned it, and they made that as like another character that they can choose. So Wait. they just basically gave them, like they took a clone of their character, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then so, it had uh, all uh, of their items, copy. everything. So if you didn't play at all, then you're fine. But if you played, then... You 
can either go back in time. So, so what you can do or... is, uh, so that's a character now that you can choose. Uh, every single person who was affected, um, you can set up a time with a uh, with a GM inside the game to help you facilitate transferring your items. That's how there far they're going. There is a whole oh sub meta game within this game, and that yeah. is fascinating to me. Yeah. So the idea. This is a game that has had some some problems, so yeah, to speak. A, a couple and people, and they're trying to fix it, which yes. is great. Mm -hmm. And they're they're doing some mea copas, which mm -hmm. is fine. But the idea that this is a game where you have to actually get with a with a game master to fix your stuff is like a game by itself. Yeah. I'm fascinated yeah, by and this. The, and the, every single person who is affected by it, they're also giving them $75 worth of their premium currency. That's which dumb. Is oh, that is nice. so dumb. Okay. That right? is so dumb. It should have been $76. Yeah, I know. Uh, what are they doing? I'm with you. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's what they're doing. So at least people can get their stuff back, but it's been like a month. <laughs> like, yeah. This should have been something they should have done much earlier to me. It, but. it is a little sad, though, because this isn't like... Um, we built this game and we did something wrong and the game broke. This yeah. is a hack. Yep. So I, I, on to their credit, they didn't know this was going to happen before it happened. And then they're a really large company. It may have just taken them a month to get approval to give people mm -hmm. currency or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so they lose on both fronts. Yeah, and especially, at least they did something there. Yeah, and especially when it happened, it was also the holidays, so a lot of yeah. people weren't even there. So like that hack was running rampant for the entire weekend, let alone, not just like an hour or two. So, yeah, it was real rough. So, yeah, at least they can do that, which is nice. Uh, so people can get their stuff back. So good for them. Uh, but it's still Fallout 76. So. <laughs> <laughs> Those 10 people that were affected, they got their stuff back. Uh, <laughs> and then um, Apex Legends, they had a new character reveal. Uh, there was a nice... Uh, a nice like intro video for him. They're they're going to announce him. It was great. It was this really big buff guy with like a robot arm, and it was it was Batista. <laughs> <laughs> and so so they're like, all right, cool. So then they so they're like, all right, we're gonna announce him on this day. So the day came. They 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 put out the trailer for him. At the very end of the trailer, he gets murdered. <gasps> By somebody Seriously? else who's going to be the actual new character. Oh, okay, okay. At least oh, they're that's getting a fantastic. new character. That's funny. <laughs> Man, every time I'm like, I think I'm good on Apex. They bring me back in. <laughs> and then like two days later, the the, the fake company inside the game uh, put out a press release that was like, sorry, our, our player died. Uh, wow. We're going to hold a memorial for him. <laughs> wow. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, it's a good way of controlling leaks. Yeah. Been, yeah. This is my new character. But if they mm -hmm. put a lot of time into that other character, I wouldn't be surprised surprised if they find some like robotic way to bring that character back or from the dead he's a yeah. zombie or a, yeah. a cyborg or yeah something. exactly like, yeah. like there's a couple of ways they could do it. well because it was also interesting because people did actually mine out the the other new character because mm -hmm. they saw that and like oh this is i guess it's gonna be the new character or thought it'd be down the pipeline yeah. or something. and then when they announced the the dude with the giant robotic arm they're like we didn't see any of this <laughs> oh so oh they faked this out all right cool so this is a new character and then they did a reverse fake out like, oh. <laughs> so the original guys that they did That's mine fun. it out is actually the guy well done respawn on. Yeah, that was pretty. Uh, cool. Is that person live yet? Uh, no, I think he's gonna. It's gonna be later on in the year that, uh, or it's gonna be for the next season. So whichever the I feel next like season is, like the last is. season started, yeah, so long ago. Yeah, I don't know, but anyway. whenever the next season is, is when yeah. it's gonna happen. Okay, cool. So, so yeah, uh, Apex Legends, good job. <laughs> it's a <laughs> free then, game. Go yeah, oh it. yeah, absolutely. Uh, see, and then there's some CCG news, Manda. Card collecting game. That's yes, right. the Wizards of the Coast is making a new sci-fi RPG. With people who used to work at Bioware. So for the people who made Mass Effect and Dragon Age, my favorite game, um, <laughs> is they're working together to make an RPG. Yes. I don't have any more information about it, aside from <laughs> the fact that it's sci-fi, looked space-y, 
And are there uh, cards involved? Cool. No, no, no. It's Is it's a classic magic? RPG. Some of the people who worked on Kotor are working on this game. Sweet. So, I like those people. Um, I'm in. All of that yeah. is very exciting, uh, but RPGs take so long to make. I'm sure it'll be another yeah. few years before we get anything. Well, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a good uh, team up. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Tease tease. Absolutely. Uh, and then uh, Nintendo announced Pokemon Home, which is going to take over for the Pokemon Bank, mm-hmm. and so it's going to be a way that you can bring your older Pokemon into the new game as mm-hmm. long as the as long as it's actually in the new game. So you can't still you still can't bring over Pokemon that aren't in the Pokedex. I saw a diagram of how that works. Yeah. That looks like madness. It's oh, yeah. just like if you well if your game is on this console, you can use that to bring it into this system and that was like hey. uh, th- that will import over here and th- I'm sure it makes sense if you were using the previous system, but me having not done any of those, I was just like what is this oh, witchcraft? Yeah. I mean, you can still you can using all of this, you can still bring your original Bulbasaur you had in yeah. your Pokemon Blue into this mm-hmm. game by transferring it to something else to transferring it to something it's else. It's possible. They made yeah, a road totally. for you to do oh, this. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's why people were actually kind of upset when this new one didn't right. have all the Pokemon because but they're like, well, I've been... Some people have had, had, it. had so, their Pokemon. So now there is a way for them to do that. As long as the... And the yeah. yeah, as long as it's in the new game, they can transfer it over. Okay. And yeah. eventually they will It'll all be... be yeah. yeah, exactly. So just exactly. hold on to your... Yeah, hold <laughs> your on to them. reds and blues. Yeah. And it's a subscription, right? Uh, it is. The, but they also have a free version of it. But the free version is uh, uh, you can only have 30 Pokemon in, in your like bank or whatever in your, in your little slots. Um, and you can only do a couple of other little things. But if you pay the subscription, which is $3 a month or $16 for the full year, uh, you can have 6,000 spots, wow. <laughs> which Got is a little that. different than 30. Wow. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's, that's kind of cool. But they're, they're gonna um, that. AJ, could you do me a favor and find out how many current Pokemon there are in existence? I don't think there's 6,000, but like if you were to catch every one, how close to that would you get? <laughs> well, you could have 6,000 Bulbasaur's in no, there. No, no, no. Different. <laughs> Unique. Unique. Okay. And gotcha. not including shinies and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Actual <laughs> Pokemon. Actual Pokemon. All right, cool. Thanks, AJ. Uh, yeah. Fact checker. Great. <laughs> and then uh, League of Legends, the Pro League is postponing its spring season in, uh, over in China due to the coronavirus. Um, and then also uh, Overwatch is doing the exact same thing for all of their matches that are going to be in China. So yep. they had three matches that were going to be in a there over the next Chinese two months. Teams. Yep. Yeah, a lot of them. A lot of uh, Korean teams are also uh, that have training facilities in China. We're mm-hmm. bringing them into to Korea back. So, yeah, it's, it's crazy over there. Uh, matches for the uh, League of Legends Pro League might not start back up until April. Wow. Okay. That's how yeah. long. Hey. So, hey, stay safe. Be what you gotta stay do. safe out there. Yep. Yep, absolutely. And then uh, speaking of Overwatch, they're going to have some uh, pretty big changes coming, uh, <laughs> some experimental changes. Yeah, they're going to add uh, a new card to the main menu. So, like, play the game, quick play, competitive. Uh, they're going to add an experimental card, which pretty much is like a test realm. Um, but previously, if they had anything new or weird they wanted to try out, it would only be for people on the PC, um, and it'd be a, a kind of in a lawless land. This is kind of a way they can put new things into the actual hands of the players, especially console players. We never get to try the new stuff. You don't. <laughs> and so they don't really get to test it for us. It's always yeah. for the PC. So mm-hmm. this is a way for them to get some some data, which I think is great. This yeah. is all them mining for Overwatch 2. None of this is really yeah, going to yeah, make yeah. a big yeah. difference in this new one. But they're also working on on trying to uh, quell people from being mad at people picking heroes. <laughs> so they're oh, gonna have right. they're gonna start a thing where it's like a hero pool where it's like for this match you can only pick out of these ten characters. So 
Yeah. So I yeah. Think, so yeah, no, this, they, this person can't be Widowmaker every time. Mm-hmm. Well, that also allows some variety in the game, as I feel like sometimes if you have the full selection every time, mm-hmm. that you'll just be like, oh, these are the two I'm comfortable you'll, with. You'll, yeah. But when you get ten, you're like, oh, uh, okay, well, maybe I'll, this I'll one. Be this one. You'll try more things. My fear is that people will just stop playing. It's someone who just wants to play Widowmaker, and now you're saying I can't play Widowmaker. Fine, I'm just not going to play. Or not play that mode. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I still would prefer a hero pool, like a lot of other games do, mm-hmm. competitive games, where you can ban certain heroes. Mm. You can. There's a selection process. Oh, where the, the people are in yeah, charge Yeah, the, poli- the people are in charge, where mm. they can go, oh, I don't. I know that this player last round completely wrecked me on Widowmaker. I'm going to mm-hmm. ban Widowmaker, so he can't beat him. But uh-huh. he can still be anybody else, just mm-hmm. not Widowmaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, I prefer that, but I also do see that slowing down the game, because then you're going to have like a five-minute yeah. process of, yeah. of banning. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. So saving. I do see that, yeah. but I'm glad they're trying something. Agreed, agreed. Hey, it's, it's cool experimental. Yeah. See how yeah. it goes. Uh, and then uh, Warcraft Three Reforged came out, which is the uh, updated graphics version of Warcraft. Ooh, and uh, it doesn't look all that different. But uh-huh. uh, <laughs> but with it came new guidelines for custom games. So uh, in case you didn't know, uh, the entire MOBA um, uh, genre actually spawned out of Warcraft Three. Mm-hmm. So Dota, uh, which is actually it was Defense Against the Dark Art or Defense Against the Ancients, the ancients. yeah, defense the Dark Arts, yeah. Speaking of Harry still, Potter, still in Harry Snape Potter showed up. Yeah, mm, Potter. <laughs> this is where we learn that Brian is secretly a really big Harry Potter fan. <laughs> I'm really not. Like, really, really big Harry Potter fan. <laughs> Make sure the minions. He's got he's got round glasses that he wears only when he's at home. He's Defend got like a scarf. The tower. And then, like, Brian, my hair's hiding my scar, actually. <laughs> we're, we're like, Brian, it's dinner time. You have to come out from under the stairs. It's like, no. <laughs> Make Brian. sure you have your steam key, Potter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so that entire genre spawned out of a custom uh, map mode inside of Warcraft 3. And so Blizzard didn't do anything with it. So mm-hmm. you had Valve made, you know, Dota. And then mm-hmm. you had Riot make Legion of Legends, which mm-hmm. are two of the most popular games in existence right now. Yep. So in order to, uh, I guess, prevent that in the future, Blizzard is now every single custom mode or map that's made on their, on their in that, mm-hmm. they own. Okay. So if you can no longer, I, I, I personally don't like it because that's going to just make it so that people aren't as creative because they might be like, oh, I really, you know, I created this one mode. This is really good. Oh, but I can't. You know, I mean, if it catches on a lot, it's just uh, Blizzard that's going to make money on it. Yeah, but I imagine there's a certain level of that where, like, oh, could you take this and directly duplicate it? No. Mm-hmm. But, like, so, I guess there's always a gray area when it comes to, like, in- intellectual property. It's like, yeah, but I could take the mechanic and make something similar. Like, they don't own... Uh, they're trying to do yeah. mechanic-wise, they own it, the mechanics of that. Right, right. But yeah. you couldn't be like, okay, they don't own stabbing people. Yeah, no, I and understand. I've just yeah, come yeah. up with this idea that I think will be a lot of fun. I got this I don't great idea. Can... got this great idea. It's called stabbing people. <laughs> it's never been done before. Uh, okay. It's going to uh, be big. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah. you want that sandwich? Uh-huh. Welcome to stabbingpeople.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I personally, I don't like it, but I, I, I do yeah, see what you mean, yeah. though. Yeah, because like Auto Chess was born out of custom maps and and uh, whatever, whatever it was, uh, and so in Dota. So, so yeah, that's it is what it is. Which is funny. Which is it's Auto Chess spawned off of another uh, custom map mode. Which is, <laughs> just all types it's of all tied together happening yeah. there. <laughs> and then uh, we have one last bit of news that's Ooh. a little hilarious, right, Manda? Yes, this is very exciting. Uh, there's a rumor that Resident Evil 8 won't have zombies, mm-hmm. uh, that they're going to have werewolves and ghosts instead. 
Ghosts? <laughs> Ghosts. I was really hoping it was going to be like the real monster is man. Like that was. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so so maybe this is that was the T virus. Maybe this is like the the S virus. <laughs> okay. The W virus. Yeah. <laughs> Ghosts is the thing that I'm a little Ghosts. bit. Because <laughs> in Resident Evil you shoot the zombies. Right. You can shoot the werewolves. Sure. Right. Yeah. What are you gonna do against the ghosts? Uh, ghost bullets. Duh. Oh, yeah. I forgot about ghost bullets. Gotta go to your ghost vendor <laughs> get some ghost ammo. Hey, you trap Troy, who are you gonna call? Uh, I'm not sure. Isn't a lot of Resident <laughs> Evil running away from things? I feel like you can have that mechanic with ghosts. Oh, okay. So the ghost is like Mr. X. You just avoid. You can't beat it. You just have to run away from it. But they can just walk through walls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's well, no hiding well, from them. Well, in Resident <laughs> Evil, the zombies aren't zombies. They're like infected people. Do they call them zombies? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because could, they, could, they could make their own version of werewolves and ghosts. Oh, like, of course. Oh, these yeah, ghosts yeah, yeah. can't. They're just incorporeal humans that were infected yeah. by a different type of it, virus or something. If I had to guess, like the werewolves would be like a berserker version of a zombie that's just like rabid and mm-hmm. jumping at you. Hairy. Yeah. Dog-like. And, yeah. But the ghost, that ghost I'm very curious about. I don't, I can't <laughs> picture that one. See, see what it's going to be is uh, just their skin trans, uh, goes translucent so you can still see their muscles. Uh, Ew, you just Brian, call them ghosts. Ew, no. <laughs> Why'd you go there? Ew. Because it's Resident Evil. I don't want to see any sinews. <laughs> So you don't want me to insinuate mm. what they are? Now I dislike this even more. <laughs> you somehow made it worse. <laughs> That's my name, Brian. <laughs> Wait, I, I think that's just weird. It's weird that it's going to be. I think it's nice. I don't play the game, so uh-huh. I, I can't. But I think the idea that they're recognizing that maybe nine games simply about zombies is maybe nine too many. <laughs> maybe we're uh, over zombies a little. Yeah, maybe we're not into zombies well, as much as we were. Because also their um, last game was... It was about zombies, but it really wasn't. It was about this one family that's unkillable. Oh, that yeah. That you kind of had right. to solve. So even though they, it was zombies, it was from this T-virus, they really weren't. They were just regular people. So I think that's probably that probably just an evolution of that. Yes. Yeah. So. Okay. Cool. 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 All right. Well, I'll do it for the news segment. You know, Brian. Yeah. Um, Mandy and I were uh, fixing up the house and whatnot. Mm-hmm. We had to get some shelves today. So we went to a certain unnamed uh, Swedish place that you would get. Uh, meatballs? No, it's not called meatballs. Oh, but you would get meatballs from them. How so. do you know? I don't know. I'm wow. guessing. You said Swedish. Were you there? Were you following <laughs> us? Again. Again. Shh. Leave our bookcases alone, Brian. <laughs> anyway, we got a little hungry and we went up there and we've been there before. And today I just wasn't in the meatball mood. Okay. Which is a sin because those meatballs are amazing. There was an article that came out a little while uh-huh. ago about how they had horse meat in them. And I was like, I don't care. Those meatballs are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to redo this. I got the meatballs. And I was wondering <laughs> why the meatballs were so good. Like, it's because they were tasty. It's a tasty topic. That's why. <laughs> this is why. They were very tasty meatballs. <laughs> they added a tasty topic to it? They did. Yeah. A tasty topic. <laughs> Ooh! not about it this week. That no, was gonna get gross we real fast. So many close calls with talking about meatballs and other tasty topics. Like, nope, this has got to stop now. It's got to stop now. We are actually literally zoning in on the meatballs. They have to. Be, we have to stop. We have to stop. 
We're so yeah. close to other things. Nope. We need to stop. That was gonna go. That was gonna get bad. It was weird because Joe and actually were there like earlier this month or late last month. I can't remember which one it was. Their cafeteria was completely closed because they were renovating oh. it. Sin. That is a sin. An absolute sin. They it, owe you a store. It was hilarious because we were walking in and we actually saw people look, walk in, look, and then just walk back because <laughs> they had the sign right up front. Like, nope. well, what's the point? Well, yeah, why, why am I'm I not, here? I'm not getting into a fight with my spouse for not for nothing. <laughs> I need my two dollars Swedish meatballs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was that was funny. You're right, welcome. So, uh, so this week's tasty topic. Uh, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you may have heard our uh, death notwithstanding episode. Yeah, episode thirty-seven about, or thirty-eight. Yeah. If you're on iTunes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> where we talked about some of the complicated lore that exists in video games. So convoluted. So, so complicated. So the idea is sometimes you're playing a video game and things seem to make sense, and then you stop playing that video game and you look back at it and you go. <laughs> so what we like to do here on the Taste of Dragons is try to explain some of those very complicated video games in two minutes. <laughs> Not again. Again. You know what? I feel confident this time. Then you should go first. No, no, no. Yep. I went first yep. last that's, time. That's how confident you are. <laughs> no, I have a mint in my mouth. <laughs> Come on. Oh, you have a minty mouth? Uh, Ooh. Hold on. I, I, I could probably go first. All right, Joe can right, go, go first. Joe right. for the save. Joe enough. I, Joe's going to go. I have, I have the timer. All right, good. Excellent. Because right. I also have a timer, but it's very different. <laughs> so you're going to say the name of the video game, and yep. then as soon as you say it, then I'll click the timer. You get okay. two minutes. Complicated game stories in two minutes. I love this segment. I'm not going. Wait, Why are you reloading your arms? Joe, <laughs> Joe. You guys got me prepped. I, che- I chewed right through my mint for this. You, you had your turn. It's Joe's turn now. Yeah. Joe enough. Joe enough. This guy's got to go first, don't you? Okay. I am going to discuss the lore in Nino Kuni 2. Oh, good luck. Okay. So the game actually starts off with a guy named Roland. He's in a car. He looks like he's present. He's really super important. There's a missile that goes off in front of his, his front of his car, and then you boom, you flash to a place called Ding Dong Dell. You're welcome. Yes, that comes back up. Ding Dong Dell has a a prince in it. His name is Evan. Evan Petty Winker. Eddie Petty. Edvin Petty Whisker Tildrum. His dad has just been murdered. He's a cat person. His dad's been murdered by a guy named Mousinger. Best name ever. He's caught, he's got a coup d'etat happening. He gets poisoned. Evan's oh, like no. freaking out. No. His his nanny has to grab him and pull him out of Ding Dong Dell's castle. <laughs> and so she dies in the process. And you're like, oh my gosh, what does this have to do with that guy? Would a missile go off in front of his presidential car? Right. In a, in, what is happening here? Well, Evan has a flashback <laughs> of a young boy talking to him about some life lesson. Enjoy the life lesson. It doesn't matter which one it is. Consider any life lesson you've ever learned. He just taught you a life lesson. <laughs> then it flashes to Evan. Who, need, who now needs to go find himself a kingmaker? The only way to become king in the in this entire world is to have a kingmaker. There are four different places. There's Ding Dong Dell, there's a Hydropolis, there's Broadleaf, there's a bunch of sky pirates, and then there's another place called Goldpaw. Goldpaw is filled with dogs. Those oh. dogs are into gambling. They're into gambling so <laughs> hardcore. So you go to this place, and it's beautiful. The game's gorgeous. You go there, and then every time they bring up Ding Dong Dell, you're like, <laughs> you just Ding Dong Dell. So you meet this guy. <laughs> so you meet the, the guy Goldpaw is being, being uh, puppeteered by an evil dude named, I'm going to call him DeLorean. That's not his name. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just Dorian, but yeah. DeLorean is is systematically going to the head of every one of the places. So there's a really cool mermaid chick uh, who's in charge of the uh, Hydroclop, Hydropolis. There's a really cool dude named Zip who's in charge of Broadleaf. So one of them is a tech place. One of them is a water place. Goldpaw's full of life and full of fervor. And Ding Dong Dell... <laughs> 
is full of cat people who apparently just teach you life lessons. <laughs> Roland is the main character. Edwin is the other main character. You you create your own freaking city, and you you bring in all these people from all the other places. And time. And it's done. <laughs> you're missing at least half the game, and I'm sorry. Oh, I was better at this before. My gosh, the words that you said. Hang on, wait. There's just oh, one thing you're missing. Oh, my gosh. The game starts in a place called Ding Dong Dell, and it ends in a place called the Ding Dong Well. <laughs> oh, yeah. You have to know that. Now I know. And uh, I'm better that is half knowing. the battle. I will revisit this. I will do better next time. Woo. I failed you all. No, that was fantastic. <laughs> it was good. Good. It that was, was good. fantastic. See, I like Joe. how you went through the game. Because that's, that's, I like that. I like the, you know, you're going through the game. I'm just going into lore, or not lore. I'm going into, but I'm, I'm going to be lucky if within these two minutes I get to the actual game. But I miss Lofty, who's so flippin' cool. Oh, Lofty is Lofty. pretty I flippable. literally never said the name of his that's kingmaker. True. That's fine. I feel like I failed you all. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> all right. Ugh. Well, I will go next. Um, and um, <clears throat> Take a breath. Let me reload my ready? arms reload like Troy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, and, uh, for those of us who can't see, is uh, they are rolling their shoulders forward while making a fist pump motion. Yeah, look so up the latest. If you go chuk chuk and just look up the latest Mission like. Impossible movie and Henry check Cavill. out Henry Cavill in a bathroom. Yes, there you go. That's what he. That's go. what we're doing. Yeah, I went to a bathtub instead of a bathroom because you said Henry Cavill. <laughs> You've got Witcher, Witcher on the mind. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I do. Both are good moments. In time. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, I will, I will not be talking about that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, I will be talking about Horizon Zero Dawn. Ooh. Okay, so uh, this takes place, uh, or actually, it takes place like thousands and thousands, tens of thousands, however many thousands of years in the future. <laughs> but I'm going to talk about what happens now. So what happens oh now is evil Steve Jobs uh, <laughs> creates uh, some some murder oh. machines, and he's Ooh. like, all right, cool, I'm going to, you know, that way men don't have to fight wars. I have these murder machines. Fair. And so then uh, female Elon Musk is like, hey, listen, <laughs> Uh, these machines are just going to be nothing but trouble. I'm going to leave your company and get the hell out of here. I'm going to do some good. So an evil Steve Jobs is just like, all right, well, fine, whatever. It's cool. Uh, spoiler alert, uh, machines turn evil. And uh, Wait, they start, what? No. And they start, uh, one of their protocols is that they can uh, take organic matter and turn it into energy. So that Gross. way they never run out of you know fuel. Uh, unfortunately, that just means that uh, they are now sucking up all the animals, the trees, <gasps> uh, the water, <gasps> everything. <gasps> and so and we realize, oh, crap. Uh, the world's going to end. We need to figure this out. Uh, so female Elon Musk comes back in. It's like, all right, fine. I'm going to create um, a, a, a backup plan. Uh, so we're going to build these things underneath the, the uh, uh, you know, underneath the ground in order to make it so that we humanity has a future. It won't be us, but it will be humanity. So they create all these different um, uh, uh, algorithms and, and machines and and. Th- just things, algorithms, and uh, in order to recreate the world. Uh, so one of them is is Gaia, which is going to actually be the one that's responsible to create the world. And then uh, if Gaia fails, though, they also have a backup plan, which is called Hades, who destroys the world so that way Gaia can start again. Uh, so they do all this stuff, and they're like, all right, cool. Uh, we're also going to have this one called Apollo, which is going to teach everybody uh, what, what, what happened. And so like, all right, cool. That's great. So then everybody has a meeting right before the machines are going to take them over. And they're like, all right, sweet, let's do this. And then evil uh, Steve Jobs is like, oh, no, uh, the people of the future should not be making our sins. So I destroyed Apollo and I'm killing all of you. (gasps) So they all die. Apollo doesn't happen. uh, And so when everybody wakes up, uh, they don't have knowledge of the past. Stop. Bam. (laughs) Wow. That's I probably we probably should have said spoilers at the top of this. It's fine. You know what? I I that was very articulate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting pure gobbledygook. Instead, I think you nailed it, man. Thank you. That was that was 
the end of the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is when is. you figure out what happened in, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's I, I love game. that one scene where it's just like you see all the holograms and they're just like, wait, what are you doing? And yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. No, I don't want people to create to make our same mistakes. Yeah. So everybody's like, what? We're and done. then they all get poisoned and they all die. And they were like, oh, we're, they're more likely to make our mistakes if they don't know what we did. Yeah. And, uh, yep. Too late. <laughs> too late. They're dead. <laughs> and it's like, oh, that's a good point. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> the main character is Elon Musk. <laughs> just yep. a likeness. Female, just a likeness. It, it's a clone. No, actual Elon Musk. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you played the same game I did, yeah, but yeah. actual Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah. He's like, check out my new Tesla truck. It's very square. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so yeah, that's cool. Uh, how about you, Amanda? You want to go next? Two minutes. Sure, sure. Two minutes. So so mine's a little, a little different. Is I'm going to go through uh, a video game. And I have played them last year. Okay. So I remember most of it. Okay. So I'm going to explain the beginning of it, and then we're going to go through what Mandu remembers about this video game. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> nice. And the video game that I will be talking about is Monkey Island. Ooh. So Monkey Island starts off, and your guy, you're a guy named Guy Bush Throughwood, and he arrives on Melee Island, and he decides that he wants to be a pirate. Uh, he's always wanted to be a pirate, and now he's going to be the mightiest of mighty pirates. <laughs> so when he gets there, uh, he goes to the... I don't remember. But he, in order to become Island. a pirate, he has to do three things. He has to find some buried treasure. He has to uh, fight. He has to beat the swordmaster on Melee Island. And then he has to steal an idol from the governor's house. So in order to do this, you have to like collect all of these different items. So uh, in order to fight the swordmaster, you have to go to her. You have to like find her on this like little path. And then when you find her, you have to like uh, uh, insult sword fight. So you, you, you end up like fighting her, and then you defeat her. And then you steal an idol from the governor's house. But while you're in there, you see her, and she's like, She's, like, very attractive. So you're instantly in love with her, and she hates you. Uh, uh, but in order to get there, you have to drug her dogs. So you drug her dogs, and you steal the idol, and they get out, and then you find some buried treasure. I don't remember how. Uh, while you're <laughs> running around, you run into a used boat salesman uh, whose name is Stan, and he has a wildly lit jacket, and he moves lots of... Um, but uh, he's not important right now. <laughs> uh, but uh, you collect all the items, and then after you do, the, idol, the island is attacked by Lechuk, which is like this ghost pirate, um, and he also wants to marry the governor uh, because, like I mentioned, she's very attractive. Uh, <laughs> uh, he actually died trying to impress her, uh, and now he's obsessed with her. So oh. um, he kidnaps her, and then you have to rescue her. So what you do is you take all of the items that you've collected um, from the different people and then you use, oh no, you take all the people that you encountered to collect the items and then you uh, put them on a ship and you go to Monkey Island uh, and then you go through uh, a bunch of things to rescue Elaine and then you forget about the crew members that you brought to Monkey Island and then you leave them on Monkey Island and then you come back and you're very happy you get married to the governor uh, uh, and then in, oh no. <laughs> She's got the clock in front of her. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's also some cannibals in there. Snaps to that. Snaps to Amanda. Snaps to Amanda. Snaps to Amanda. Wow. You know what? I didn't think that Monkey Island was like like a complicated story. I'm wrong. <laughs> it is very complicated or convoluted. While you're in it, it's just like fun and fancy free. Wow. LeChuck. That was nice. good. LeChuck. Yeah. I, I forgot that he had died. Trying to impress her. That's how he died. He's a gross pirate. He looks like he smells. In he six looks... in six games, she's never impressed. Never. <laughs> he looks like if Wario was a ghost and a pirate. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a pretty good. Uh, I like it. I like it. That's a pretty good. I need to describe that. All right, Troy. 
There you go. Let me clock in. That's oh, right. Yes. I'm ready to go. Okay, put two put uh, two minutes on the clock. I am looking to encompass an entire franchise, all 11 games, into the next two minutes. That's right. I don't mess around. I'm going for it. I will be giving you the entire lore of Mortal Kombat. All right, Mortal Kombat, it's good to know that in this realm of existence, there are actually eight different realms in the universe of Mortal Kombat. Um, Earth realm, outer realm, nether realm, all types of stuff like that. Now, the game takes place in Earth realm, where Shang Tsung, who was banished from Earth realm 500 years ago, comes to try and get his place back into Earth realm, take it over. By doing so, he gets he decides to get his henchman Goro, who has won a lot of Mortal Kombat champions, to come in and defeat the, uh, the, the people from Earth realm, therefore give him access in order to get back into the Earth realm. So Goro, he's got four arms, comes, fights people, and then there's like different humans to Step up to it. Raiden's like, nah, Earth Realm's mine. And gets uh, Ray, gets Liu Kang and Sonya and Johnny Cage. And is like, fight for me. And then Liu Kang's like, I got you. Boom. And then all of a sudden, Mortal Kombat 1 is done. Goro is dead. And Liu Kang is the winner of Mortal Kombat. But Shang Tsung was like, oh no, I was supposed to take over Earth Realm. Goes back to his master, Shao Kahn, in Outer Realm. And is like, oh my gosh, I failed you. And he's like, I won't fail you again. Shao Kahn's like, I don't believe in you. I'll do this myself. And he goes to Earth Realm. Is like, we're going to have another tournament. Let's go. And everyone fights again. And Liu Kang's like, boom, I got you and the Mortal Kombat 2 and then Mortal Kombat 3 comes Shao Kahn's like I can't believe I lost I miss my wife she decides to, he decides to go ahead and resurrect his wife who's been dead and by doing so it's a bylaw that if he does so since she was dead in Earthrealm she raised in Earthrealm he now gets passage into Earthrealm by doing so oh. melts Earthrealm and Otterrealm together therefore he can get passage together and Raiden's like this is my realm stop doing this get everyone together boom they all die um, by, and the fourth one uh, Shinnok comes and he's like a, an ambulance dude and <laughs> Let's go ahead and move forward. At this point, Onaga shows up, right? Because uh, they try to get them together to Onaga come back, and Onaga decides to try to get all the different realms together, and then they get Shinryoku, who tries to feed him down, but Shinryoku is too powerful, and gets too powerful, so powerful that everyone decides that he's so powerful that, that the world has to end, and it was prophecy that the world gets too powerful, and everyone's too powerful, it's going to cause the end of the world, but plays. So they do that, and the world actually dies. Armageddon, before that, Raiden decides to put a little mental message into his, into his mind back into the original uh, Raiden. He goes back in time to try and fix everything. Liu Kang dies, Katana dies, but then the Time Wizard happens. They defeat the Time Wizard. Katana and Liu Kang become rulers of the universe. Done. Two minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes and one cuss word. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. You're welcome. It's going to be the shortest bleep ever. Yeah. <laughs> so, and in case you guys are wondering, that curse word is because he saw the time. <laughs> yeah, and I realized I had not even gotten halfway through. Nope. But I you know what? I that success. I did. <laughs> I didn't even get to the actual game in mind, so you're doing pretty good. <laughs> You find out what really matters when you see there's 30 seconds left. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all about the setup, and you just let the rest. <laughs> and, then, and then the setup takes a minute and a half, and you go, oh, 30 seconds left. I, I just went right and take the wheel, and, and that elder god did. The elder god took me all the way. And then went back in time and took you again. <laughs> took me again. It took me again. All right. Well, uh. Good tasty topic. I'm glad we got to revisit this. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we revisit this again because oh, yes. this is a lot of fun. Yeah. And I, if you're listening to this and you're active on social media, what games would you like us to recount that's or, right. or convolute for you? Yeah. Let us know on any social media platform. Yeah. And if we like that game, we'll do it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We still we have a, a personal. <laughs> yeah. If we've played that game, yeah. we'll do it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, 
I'll do it if I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> you start reading about it, like, wow, My Little Ponies has got a lot going on. <laughs> All right, speed run through, dear reader. Let's do this. <laughs> that would be the worst speed run. Let's, let's get through Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> it's random every time. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> All right, well, uh, yeah, that'll do it for our tasty topic. And now it brings us to our Dragon of the Week. Doom, 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 doom. It's a Dragon of the Week. It's what you seek. It's the Dragon of the Week. It'll make you tweak. Dragon of the Week. Dragon of the Week is our chance to throw some love on the industry that has thrown so much love on us. So we're going to talk about a person, place, or thing from the video game industry. That's right. And this week's person, place, or thing is going to be brought to you by Joe. So Joe, what do you got for us? Uh, the person I'd be talking about, uh, initially when I looked up who they were, they were known for something that sh- they surprisingly only produced on and are not the actual creator. They did so many other things Ooh. that are not necessarily better, but probably better to everyone but me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to talk about Gunpei Yokoi. Initially, I thought he was the creator of Dr. Mario. I had thought he was the creator of Dr. Mario for a very, 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 very long time. Apparently, he kind of only produced that game. Uh, So we're going to go back a little bit. Um, He was born in September 1941. He passed away in October 4th of 1997. Uh, He initially went to school uh, for engineering. He was was a designer and engineer. Uh, He was an electrician as well. Um, And he got hired uh, by Nintendo in 1965. He did actually go to school for electronics. Okay. He didn't necessarily go to school for video games. Yeah. Um, Hey, close enough. The idea that you said Nintendo in 1965 is like blowing my mind. uh, Also, Nintendo wasn't doing uh, video games in 1965. Was it like cards at that time? Yes. Yep. Yes. That's exactly what it is. So the toy company. Yeah. Uh, So ultimately, he he was a a person who was basically there to make sure machines were running right and make sure they were building whatever toy it was, I guess, correctly. Mm -hmm. The president of Nintendo had walked in while he was on break one day and saw a toy that he had built, and it was called the Ultra Hand when it came out. But it's basically like, um, you ever you ever see those accordion hands where you squish, it's like, it looks like a fence, and when you squish the two paddles together, it basically like it opens the mouth. It's like one of those, like, you know, dinosaur things where you hold, you know, hold the thing and then the yeah. mouth goes open. So it basically would push the hand out, it would grab something and then pull it back when you let the hands go. So the president of, of at the time had seen this and was like, come and see me tomorrow. From my office, so he thought he was getting fired because he <laughs> thought he thought that he was had messed up big time and that I'm the boss was getting, on my lunch break. Right? Yeah, yeah. like the like boss it. thought he wasn't doing this right. Um, what he what he did get though was the boss saying, "I really like this thing. We want to produce them. I want to I want a million of them made by Christmas, essentially." Whoa. So they sold 1.2 million of that item. Wow. That year. So that being said, he was bumped up through the company quite quickly. Yeah. He, <laughs> wow. he became a producer on multiple games, and he actually did produce games like Metroid and Kid Icarus. He also worked on Dr. Mario. He helped with uh, Super Mario Brothers. He helped with, and it was small things that he did in the games that did make a huge difference in the game, but ultimately, like, he was just a producer in the games. It's not a little thing, but, you know, he had his hand in a lot of stuff. What he is most well known for, though, is creating the Game & Watch and the design for the Game & Watch and creating the D-pad that went into the Game Boy. <laughs> So ultimately, wow. yeah, he is, like I said, I, th- I knew his name from something totally different. And then when I found more, I was like, oh, my God, he like created the Game Boy. <laughs> He's like, the D-pad daddy? Just, He's the D-pad daddy. Just think oh. about all the games with the D-pad. That's he. Even modern controllers have right. a semblance yeah. of a D-pad. Right. Yeah. Whoa. It, it's crazy, right? It, you can't, you it, can't be perfection. You just, no, yeah. it's, it's per- D-pad. He's though. like, I need to go up and then I need to go left. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. I got a thing for this. <laughs> 
So ultimately, um, he the game and watch was created. Uh, he was on a Shinkansen and uh, bullet train, and he was watching salarymen play on their uh, calculators. Just play games on a calculator with a, with a little screen that had you know there was not much to it. And he said it is the 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 story goes he dropped something. He looked over and he saw every aisle had at least one businessman playing on their calculator. And he was like, <laughs> I ha-, and he had a fir- wow. he had a theory, and I will I will tell you what it is later. Um, but he saw that and he was like, wow, I'm, I'm moved that people are are actually just playing on a calculator. There's nothing to do with those. We can make something that tells time, does calculation, and is a game so that people can oh. be playing something without having to have just a calculator. You know, that's where so, the watch part comes that's in. That's correct. Yeah. So he it needed to be dual purpose for the salaryman. It needed to be something that was more appropriate for an adult to have yeah. kind of a thing. So he basically uh, it put into production the Game & Watch. Oh my goodness. And he created the D-pad, the initial type of D-pad, the initial type of screen that it would have. And he, he really is one of the people that really brought Nintendo into to the Not game world. Nintendo. Like this guy like made video games like <laughs> like video games he, in general like he created it it, it kind of insanely yes and, and and they were cool with it at the time because they were like sure why not i mean you've you've done you made this crazy hand thing and he made like three other toys that <laughs> we love that hand thing that's they a, really did that's a good hand thing it's, it's, they, the, the, the box art for the hand thing actually had a kangaroo, a mom kangaroo, like looking one way, and then the hand being used to take the Joey out of her pouch. Oh, like, wow. The, it's really cute, actually, but it's very like, yo, you just stole that baby. Hold <laughs> <laughs> your hand, what you doing? Oh, my goodness. So, but but ultimately, um, he was put onto a whole lot of other games, like I had stated. Uh, he was put in production uh, part of the Game Boy. He created the D-pad, and he had a theory, uh, a completely important way of looking at things that Nintendo still to this day uses. It is called... Uh, Karita Genjitsu no Shuheyo Shikyo. And it means lateral thinking with seasoned technology, which even more plainer is said, he basically want, he found new ways to use cheap, easy materials to get mm-hmm. and to keep Nintendo with their cost low, but their games innovative. So he was a big proprietor of not changing things too much and not trying to make technology so much that you always had to spend a ton of money to make it. He was big on family. He was big on making, uh, making things work better what we already had needs to work better. So he 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 produced uh, a lot of different things, and one of the biggest things that he had to do with the Game Boy was the D-pad, and the other thing was he was the proprietor of no color. He said the color would kill the battery faster. Okay. And he said that he was a proprietor, of, he wanted the toy to work on long train rides. He wanted the toy to work for a very long time. And he said that if, if you put color in that, that's going to kill batteries way too fast, and, and it's it, not going to... just be the Game Gear. Exactly. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he was proven right by that with, yeah. with Sega. Yeah. So one of the one of the cool things that, that they've done with this, and Nintendo still uses that as their mentality, as you can see when they change consoles, they try not to change too much. Yeah. And then even when they make upgrades in their consoles, they're not upgrading that much. They're upgrading the, the package on the inside to keep or the cost low. How you use it. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's innovative. It's innovative in what's already there. Yeah. So um, one of the cool things that they that Nintendo has done uh, to kind of keep his memory alive is he was also the one who created Rob, the, the oh, robot. Aww. Yeah. He this also, guy. This oh, guy. Yeah. <laughs> he, he worked on the Wonder Swan, which did actually release in Japan. Um, and he did work on the Virtual Boy, which he had left the company shortly after the Virtual Boy. Would, and he had passed away very shortly after mm. that he left the company. Um, and he, and so the, the company had to release multiple things saying, he was not fired from here. Aww. He did not leave here and, and like have something bad happen to him. Like, cause he, mm. he died on accident. You yeah. know, it was an accident. Oh, okay. death. I, 
Very sad story, but shortly he got into a car accident. And when he got out of the car, some other car struck him. Oh wow! Goodness. Yeah, it was sad. But yeah. you know, and so Nintendo continually put it put out things saying he was not fired. We didn't do anything like this. Isn't him like doing it? <laughs> this isn't a mob. This head. isn't yeah. this yeah. isn't anything like that. The Virtual Boy had done so badly that they and he was the head oh. producer on the Virtual Boy, yeah. and he had produced a lot of it. And they were like, no, no, the head of our company takes full responsibility for why that didn't work. It had almost nothing to do with his design and his his product. It had to do with our failings as a company the head of our company approving these things like so he he unfortunately left on a low note Mm. but his career is filled with high notes like the stuff he's done is amazing and one of the a couple of the things i thought were really fun little like tidbits of info Mm -hmm. um they put little ultra hands they put those in a bunch of different games as like trophies and stuff and 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 it really is like it's a wink to him um so like he's in uh, the ultra hands in mario kart it's one of the things holding up one of the one of the things your cars go across (laughs) the ultra hands uh got an actual game in wario where where you actually use the ultra hand to grab some something yeah Um, yeah kind of looks like a robot yeah it's it's like a i it looks like Rob's hands? No, because Rob's hands are a clapping motion. The ultra hand is something that actually, it looks like it's tiny. And then when you push two of the dials together, it actually extends the hand up and the hand closes. And then when you you let the dials go, it's an accordion. It's like an accordion. accordion. Yeah, that's where I was going to go. So... But um, the, he he was in Mario Tennis. There there was a couple things with that, uh, and he was one of the one of the cutest things I read about what little nods they had to him. In Majora's Mask in the bomb shop in one of the towns, there's actually an ultra hand in the background. <laughs> 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 like it's it it like oh that's so freaking cute. So that's yeah, awesome. he uh he was a very innovative and important person in Nintendo. Yeah. yeah wow. Wow. Right. That's I'm floored. Daddy <laughs> of the deep head. Right. The yeah. deep head daddy. Yep. 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 And the game and watch grandfather. Yeah. He's a D-pad dragon. He's a D-pad dragon. I love right. it. He's a dope dragon. He's <laughs> a dope dragon. That's cool. That's I feel awesome. enlightened. Can you, can you say his name one more time? It is Gunpei Yokoi. Cool. Nice. I feel enriched. Yeah. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. That's awesome. You're welcome. Enjoy the creator of Not So Dr. Mario. <laughs> <laughs> but led to something even greater. Oh, my gosh. Wow. To everyone but me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's like his career. Like, 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 oh, he's just this guy. Oh, but he does so much more. He did so much. <laughs> so much. Goodness. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, that'll bring us to the end of this week's episode. Oh, we well, didn't talk about Smash Brothers. Byleth. Oh, that's right. We didn't. I'll say one thing. It, it, she she just plays like every other Fire Emblem character. It's like they took one move from every single one and just put it into her. Uh, every move in there is just, it, it's someone else's move pretty yeah. much. Even or the him. Smash. It could also be a him. Not in my story. <laughs> no, no. Byleth Genesis is from Fire Emblem. And that's all I will ever play. I will never play as the other version. Um, yeah, very good if you're into playing that, but kind of kind of generic in my as far as like yeah, yeah, entertainment yeah, it is. Gotcha, gotcha. But that's it. Okay. That's your Smash Minute. Smash Minute. Also, do we have a count for Animal Crossing when uh, Animal Crossing is going to drop? I mean, it's almost it's February. It so almost. Yeah, yeah. It is 49 days, 2 hours, 14 minutes and 28 27 26 20, 25 seconds. So people know exactly uh, if you if you take that, you know exactly when we recorded this episode. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's kind of cool. Yeah. I got shivers when you said that. Ooh. Unless it gets delayed, then they're going to think that this is like we we did this way in the future and we move back in time. <laughs> what? Cuz you see Chronica is the time wizard for Mortal Kombat, right? And she no, 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 no,
as always, we record live upstairs inside of Tate's Comics, powered by friends or 2000 Brigade. Power. 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 Power of gloves. They're a cosplay troupe. They are. <laughs> the 3000 Brigade, not the Power Glove. Oh, I mean, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you I could know. cosplay with a Power Glove. Yeah, that's your yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. obviously. Uh, and then you can also find us online. That's right. Check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Taste of Dragons, where we continue the uh, conversation. We're going to be kicking back up with our segments uh, this week in gaming history and uh, how to make your dragon dragons. and tasting to the streets and all types of fun stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We had a little bit of a rocky start to this year, as you've heard from the beginning of this podcast. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we're, we're picking it back up, pulling yeah. up our overalls and ready to <laughs> jump back ready, in. Ready to grab them coins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah and then uh, over the next couple of weeks, uh, Joe and I will be in Japan. The ultimate tasting it to the streets. That's right. <laughs> tasting it to the other side of the world. If you do pay attention to our YouTube and to our Instagram, we're probably posting a whole bunch of stuff on there. Oh just random goodness. fun games and Get things we find. Get on so. there. Watch Japan all of this happen. exclusive content. That's right. Oh, yeah. This is real. This is for real. That's right. This is no joke. No. This is happening. It's going to be happening. Uh, and so over the next couple of weeks, uh, Troy Amanda will be having on some special guests. That's right. And uh, they're going to be uh, they're going to be doing holding down the fort. We totally know what we're doing. <laughs> Totally. Oh, I can wait. totally. We're they fine. They'll be good. They'll be fine. I'm excited to listen. I'm a hungry caterpillar. Mwah. See, it's that easy. <laughs> it's that easy. Nailed it. <laughs> uh, but if you would also like to hear about our exploits, we will also still be doing uh, the tasty business or the tasty business, <laughs> uh, the crispy business, uh, our sister podcast. We will still be recording that. So if you want to hear about our, ex- our exploits in Japan, we'll, we'll be talking about it on there. You'll be recording that live in Japan. That's right. That's awesome. Live recorded. <laughs> it's live while we're recording it but you can't hear it live no but no, no no you can hear it recorded but we're gonna hear it live well, they're right. gonna hear it live because yeah. they'll be there yes yes so and you'll be there with us because they're alive recorded yeah. live yes, yes this is just as confusing as nino cooney <laughs> it, it almost is <laughs> there's no ding dong del though unfortunately <laughs> i will giggle every time every time and i know i'm not alone ding dong del is also nino cooney one <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's one of the only things that is a considered a, a piece of the old game. Yeah, because it's. A, I think it takes place what three thousand years later yeah. or something we'll go like with that. that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that'll do it for this week's episode. Um, as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. I'm Amanda, and I'm Joe, and we are the, the Taste of Dragons. Brian, Brian, yeah. Brian, Have a great week, everyone. Brian. Here's your deposit. Bye. Yeah, I'll take that. I need it for the house. <laughs>